Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. I'm Chiz Chisholm. I'm Chiz Chisholm. I'm Chiz Chisholm. I'm Chiz Chisholm. That's great. I'm Chiz Chisholm. I'm Chiz Chisholm. I'm Chiz Chisholm. Merry Christmas. That's great. Yeah. Christmas Chow, Fudgebaggers, welcome to Pure Boys Podcast. Uh, I don't know why the music was so loud at the start there. It was obscenely loud, but uh, I'll sort that out by the end of the episode. I'm Adam and Chiz. And I am Steve. You didn't say that you're in or you are urine, so I didn't know exactly if I should talk, but uh, I'm filled with the Christmas spirit, and I'm ready to talk about a movie. Me too, and what a movie we have for you this week, I guess. Uh, <laughs> if you love the movie Switched, but you wish that it was less about Jesus and more about Christmas, then we've got a treat for you. We're talking about 2015's Christmas Trade. Hey, Merry Christmas Cross Trade to you. And Merry Christmas, Oranges, to you. And this movie, if you really want a Christmas movie, I don't know if this is even the movie for you, because, yeah, it does happen at Christmas, but I wanted more ho-ho-ho and tinsel, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I get you. It, uh, it, it's, well, it's set in California, first of all, so... <laughs> There's no snow on the ground or anything like that. So you're like, immediately you're like, this doesn't feel like Christmas, you know? And um, But I, obviously by the end, they pull it all out. And by that, I mean their penises. And then <gasps> we get to, oh, spoiler alert! <laughs> I feel like the set design just lets it down. Because people talk about Christmas. It uh, surrounds a bunch of Christmas uh, stuff. But like... It's just not Christmassy in any of the backgrounds or any of the scenes. It's mostly just office and a home that's not really decorated that much. Yeah, even when they go to the mall to do, like, shopping, we're just shown, like, the shittiest toy store ever. <laughs> like, it's not even a toy store. It's like a... I don't know. It's like one of those stores where you buy, like, Scarface blankets and plastic Buddha statues. Like, just this is weird knickknack store with no Christmas chiz anywhere. No, probably some, like, small offshoot town off of L.A. Turnpike. Some bullcrap, yeah. like, richy rich yeah. area. San Diego. <laughs> Are they the richy riches of the uh, Californias? <laughs> I don't know. Ask the Chargers. Well, ask the Chargers. Ask yeah, the but Chargers. they're not there anymore. They're the L.A. Chargers. Oh, are they? Oh, boy. Yeah, oh, they my moved. God. It's very tough for the San Diego people. All I know about San Diego is, uh, from what I've learned from watching The Lost World Jurassic Park, where they're doing a presentation about the new park they're going to open in San Diego, and the guy says, they've always been home to strange attractions. Think about the San Diego Chargers. And everybody <laughs>, laughs in the board meeting. And then a T-Rex gets loose and kills everybody. It's a beautiful thing. That's really funny, and I, I probably could have used a bit more of that humor in this movie, but uh, that's that's too far ahead. Well, before we get into what we could have used in this movie, we need, yes, we need to do the pure boy's prayer. God bless our podcast, please. God bless all podcasts, please. We love you, please. Amen.
Amen. I feel or like we're woman. starting a revolution with the pleas. It it makes so much sense to just beg God <laughs> for your wishes. <laughs> you beg that bear for your wishes. You're oh, on, he's hairy. You're he's on your hairy. you're on your knees. You got your hands clasped, and you're begging God to just make your wishes come true. Please, God, which you're already doing. Like, that's the whole point of praying is yeah. begging him to do your bidding. bidding. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Now you're adding please, so you're a nice boy. Exactly. Or girl. Or any stars or stripes. Exactly. We support Thank everyone. It's your it's your body. It's your choice. Mustache people, non-mustache people, mustache where it counts. I don't I don't support non-mustache people, I'll tell you that much. What about if it was where it counts, like on their belly, oh. like they carved a mustache over their belly button? Like a sideways treasure trail, is that what you're describing? Yeah, but like more important to the facial aspect of the belly, more so oh. than the pleasure aspect of the belly. So it's like over top of the belly button, mm -hmm. so it looks like the belly button is a mouth going, making like an O face. Yeah, very oh. oh yeah, it's going oh yeah, <laughs> beautiful. I had an Audi at one point, but then I gained weight and got an any, and I feel proud of that fact. Shouldn't that be the other way around? How nope. did how did you gaining weight turn your Audi into an any? I could see gaining weight turning an any into an Audi. No, because the fat goes over and then it goes in, and the belly button stays where it is stays where you put it oh right i guess it is just like it's just like a little balloon knot that's yeah attached to your guts or whatever that's what i've always thought the belly button looked like is the balloon end mm. of the knot like a butthole yeah yeah exactly it's just the well, other end of a butthole yeah but more of a balloon Actually, weirdly enough, it kind of well. I, I guess it's not a butthole; it's more of a mouth hole when you're like a when you're not not a, alive yet. When you're just a little zygote inside of a body, and you're you know, it's it's the feeding tube that feeds you. So, hey, uh, Merry Christmas! It's the feeding tube that feeds you. I don't think that uh, it needs any more explanation. I agree. <laughs> uh, well, um, how's your Christmas plans coming along, buddy? I'm thinking about Christmas every day. <laughs> I am watching Christmas movies. Uh, I'm really in the spirit, and I think I'm going to buy a present. Wow. Well, your wife's a very lucky lady. Oh, okay. All right. Well, if you're anything like this movie, you'll max out your credit card and ruin your life just blowing money on Christmas. He's a lawyer. There's no way he maxed out the credit cards. How is your Christmas spirit, uh burgeoning oh it's burgeoning all over the place i i'm currently sitting next to a, a log fire uh because the the cabin that i live in has a, a wood stove in it and it's beautiful it's nice on a cool day like today to put some logs on the fire and just make it all cozy in here drink a little drink a little coffee podcast with my best bud and it's just it's a beautiful it's a beautiful life and uh we don't have any decorations up because our cats will destroy them, but maybe we'll put a little tree up somewhere. I'm not sure yet. It's got to be high up, though, so they can't get to it. That's what makes me think that cats are the devil is because you cannot decorate for anything, especially anything holy. You have to, like, <laughs> no. put everything up on the roof and pray to God that they don't find a way up there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they they will um, make it just go out of their way uh, to destroy any holy relics that you have in your home. 
Very much so. And a tree? Forget about it. Oh, my God. You put your Christmas cross up and they're going to knock it right over. Forget about it. Forget about it. That's what they say. The cats look at me and they go, yeah. they knock over my Christmas cross and go, and I go, oh that's God. what mine says. I kind of want to get a <laughs> dude, where's my car tattoo that says, forget about it. Dude, what does mine say? Forget about <laughs> What does mine say? Yeah, I could go to the YMCA or YWCA sure. and uh, do that. Hey, dude, where's my car? <laughs> What does mine say? That's yeah. what it should have been called. Is what does mine say? Oh, yeah, or no and then. Yeah, there we go. It, was... it had probably multiple titles. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> I would go see a movie called No and Then. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I I think that would be like a Canes, maybe a Toronto International Film Festival Ooh, film. Ooh, a TIFF. Ooh, what about an International yeah. Toronto Film Festival? Nah. Okay. Well, that's a Frank D'Angelo classic. He got he gets so many awards from the International Toronto Film Festival, which is not as prestigious as it sounds. Just a dude in a cave. <laughs> yeah, Batman. <laughs> Batman loves Frank D'Angelo. Sorry, when I say Batman, I of course mean dead Jesus in a cave waiting for that rock to roll out of the way. Who's your ultimate Batman and does he eat pork? Wow. <laughs> hey everyone, welcome to our 15-part series on whether Christians can eat pork or not. I'm Adam Chiz. And I'm Steve Chiz. Now, <laughs> we all know that Batman is a superhero and he does everything for our savior. Sure. But does he eat pork? Is he Christian? And can the two mix? Wow, I would love to see just a Batman sculpted chest plate with like the... Yeah, I'm think I'm picturing like Michael Keaton body, like the yellow circle or yellow oval with the bat in it. But then laid on top of that is a tasteful chain with a small tasteful cross kind of sitting right in the middle of the bat. That's a beaut that's a spicy meatball and a beautiful image in my mind. And that's that's what I want out of my superheroes. Also, he's shoveling, I don't know, pork rinds into his mouth. Also. Also, yeah. You ever had a pork rind? Yeah. I love a pork rind. Yeah. Ooh, I was in uh, London, England, and I had a pork rind. Oh, my God, nothing was better. Wow. I, I like a pork rind with uh, a little bit of queso. That's a tasty treat. Oh, I've never dipped a pork rind in anything, ever. You can dip them. You can dip them in whatever you want. You want to dip them in some hummus? Go right ahead. It's your life, baby. It's crazy when these little things just, like, get brought to you by another person that you've never thought of in your entire life mm. and it changes your whole worldview yeah it's like no i love pork and batman right <laughs> it's like putting brown sugar in your coffee that's delicious and i don't know anybody who does it besides me i invented it <laughs> another mind blown uh brown sugar and coffee i i like my coffee black though of course well, of course like you like your man black and hot like I like my pork black. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, from what I remember in the Bible, Jesus doesn't say anything about eating pork, but he also doesn't say don't eat pork. He probably yeah. just says eat as much of it as you can. We just we just skip that line. Let Batman eat pork. I I don't remember anything about pork when it comes to the Bible. Uh, I do imagine Jesus eating a lot of pork, so yeah. I I'm gonna go with uh, Christians can eat pork. Okay, all right. That's where we settled this week. Christians can eat pork. For now. Yeah. Till For next, now. <laughs> till next time.
Then maybe as they... much pork as you want until next time. <laughs> until the next episode drops, in which case we might we might come to a different conclusion. But for now, Christians and Batman can definitely eat pork. I, I'm glad we discussed that. That's a great segment. It is a great segment. I'll have to make a theme song for it. God, I have so much yeah. work to do for this podcast. <laughs> Well, hopefully a listener out there will send us a theme song and yeah. make it about pork, make it about God, and make it about love. Right. Yeah, yeah. I want a pork, pork. Pork. Yeah, that's the one. I love pork. Pork. No. Weird Al must have done that already. That must already be a song by Weird Al. It has to be. Yeah, it's out there in the ether for sure. I'm gonna look up it's weird- probably on Napster I'm gonna look- somewhere. <laughs> weird Al pork song. There's got to be a pork song by Weird Al. I think this, uh, well, yeah. I mean, Maybe it should have been saved for episode two of King Christians Eat Pork, but. Oh, yeah, I'm so sorry. Yeah, uh, That's all right. Well, Weird Al definitely did a song called Spam. That's pork adjacent, at least. Yeah, that's true. I don't know what it's like a parody of from the looks of it, but... Oh, Stan... <laughs> it's a parody of Stand by R.E.M., and I love uh, that. Yeah. yeah. Spam in the place where you live. Now face spam. Something like that. He, he's so sick with it. He's got his finger on the pulse of society, and he knows they want those R.E.M. parodies. I mean, to be fair, that song, his spam probably came out in, like, 1992 when Stan was, when R.E.M. was relevant. Yeah, when they did the R.E.M., when society did R.E.M. Yeah, good luck. Michael Stipe? No, that's not R.E.M. Who's, who's, yeah, yeah, is that him? I think so. Okay. Who's the guy from NXS who uh, died choking himself while jaying off? Mm. Michael Hutchins. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know names. I, I couldn't do names if you put a gun to my head. Well, spam in the place where <laughs> you live. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> really funny. Why isn't Weird Al in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? He will be. He will he, be. If I have anything to say about it. He's arguably more relevant than Motley Crue or R.E.M. or Madonna. Yeah. Easily more relevant than Madonna. I, I'm very much looking forward to the biopic of him. I think it looks beautiful. Uh, yeah, well, it's already out as far as I know uh, oh, at yeah. this time when this episode is coming out because we're not oh, recording yeah. it. We're not recording this episode on October 27th. I'll tell you that much. We're recording it yeah. at Christmas time. Merry Christmas, cheers to everybody. We're not it's trying to get ahead. on the ground and love in my heart, and that's when Christmas is to me. Well, hey, that's what Christmas is to me, my love. No, that's what Christmas is to me. No, that's what Christmas love. is to me, my love. Great. Hey, great. Uh, there is snow on the ground where you are right now. Lots of it, actually. Oh, yeah. really? Damn, that sucks, bro. Instant Christmas. Like, that much snow. Really? <sighs> right away. That's chiz, man. Jeez. And for the listener, put, like, two lengths of your penises together, and that's about... <laughs> The size of snow. <laughs> so you can measure that with two fingers, is what you're saying. Yeah, two fingers. Two fingers. <laughs> uh, hey, we got some segments we got to get to. Mm-hmm. We've already got the first segment out of the way. Can yeah. Christians eat pork? This week, we settled on <laughs> yes. And now, we have to... <laughs> <laughs> to ask you a very important question. Steve, can Christians eat pork? 
Oh, sorry. Whomst was the beggar Vance of uh, a Medea Christmas? There we go. You got it. And of course, I'm picking Tanner the Bully. Um, he's acted no. by an amazing Chad Michael something. Murray. Chad Michael Murray. And his name's fun to say, so he was the Beggar Vance of Medea Christmas. Beautiful. Now, Adam, <laughs> who do you think was the Beggar Vance of Medea Christmas? Well, Steve, thank you so much for asking. Uh, for me, the Beggar Vance of Boo uh, Medea Christmas was, of course, Larry the Cable Guy. Of course. He was definitely the Beggar Vance. He taught Medea about racism. He said, I am not a racist. That's what's so insane about this. And he he was just like the heart and soul and the fart and soul of that movie. And without Larry the Cable Guy, I don't think Medea Christmas would would be my favorite Medea movie slash Christmas movie. And you could tell he wanted to golf. He wanted to golf? Yeah. Yeah, of course. (laughs) He's always wearing golf shoes, putting them up on the table, going... Hey, is it okay if I wear my spikes in here? And they go, no, these are hardwood floors. Not explicit about it, but you can see in his heart and his spikes that he wanted to golf. Oh, yeah. Well, and he's always wearing that golf gear. He's always got those silly hats and the loud shirts and pants. He, Like, golf gear and ska apparel have a lot of crossover, it seems. Yeah, ska stole its uh, swag from golf. Wow, when you put it like that, you're absolutely correct. And, and uh, you're absolutely correct. And we should file a lawsuit against the creators of Ska on behalf of Golf Gear. I, let's sue Golf on behalf of Ska somehow. <laughs> All right, I'm into that. Yeah, yeah, okay. Golf sucks. <laughs> golf does suck. God, it sucks. Oh, my okay. God. Rich a-holes. The place I worked in the summer had a, a very nice golf course, a world-class golf course as far as I'm concerned, and I couldn't give less of a shit about golf because all it was was a bunch of rich white dudes just getting absolutely hammered, smoking cigars in the like in the pro shop, just being absolute dickheads, and, uh, and then just going out there and whacking their balls with their boys. And good for them, but also get away from me. You're obnoxious. Not a fan. Putting it on expense accounts, living the life, and letting the people that make money for you struggle to pay their bills. Yeah, cheating on their fiancés at their bachelor parties. You know, just classic, classic golf stuff. Good movie-making stuff, though. Hey, now we're talking. Isn't it? Isn't it funny how, like, in bachelor party movies, it's like, oh... We've, uh, I don't know, we're, we're going to cheat or like, oh, we got drugged and we can't remember what happened. But then in Bachelorette Party movies, it's, we've murdered someone. Oh, my God. We murdered this guy. There's a lot of murder during Bachelorette movies. Why can't, there should be a swip swab. Yeah, why can't men murder? Let men murder <laughs> is what I'm saying. And women get effed up and cheat on their loved ones. Yeah, let women get drugged and men murder. God, just like, let us have what we want. Yeah. When you put it like that, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're a real oppressed people, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking... Hate. Yeah. No, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was just going to say, speaking of oppressed people, we got to get yeah. to everyone's favorite segment. The Kevin Sorbo Tweet of the Week. Kevin! Ooh, we 
Kevin. I've been thinking about you all week, and I cannot wait to read this other tweet from you. It happened at 1.38 p.m. on October 19th, 2022. So a long time ago. Oh, months ago. Yeah, months ago. <laughs> Um, maybe I should have just replaced October with December. Nobody would have been any of the wiser. That's true. It's also crazy to think that, like, midterms in America are coming up. But when this episode drops, midterms will have already happened. And I'm sure Kevin is going to lose his mind whichever way midterms go. So we... these His tweets are going to be unhinged by the time this episode comes out. Well, yeah. And get ready for the tweets that are going to come out in January and or February. <laughs> That's right. Because they're going to be from November. Yeah, this prior recording, we're not very coy about it. <laughs> well, how can we be? <laughs> there's no snow anywhere where I am. I can't lie. I can't lie and say there's snow. You can tell a lie. Well, yeah, okay. Is that one of the commandments, not to lie? I, I think to God, yeah. <laughs> right, you can't lie to God. Lie to your like, wife, but don't lie to God, please. That's a good book title. <laughs> I think that was a Steve Harvey book, actually. Lie to your wife, but don't lie to God, please. We should pitch that to Harvey. Okay, here's the tweet. Uh, this is your reminder that they lied about Trump and framed him for treason with zero repercussions. <laughs> hey, speaking of lies, wow, that's a relevant tweet. Very relevant, but you won't hear it for another couple of months. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, Trump's already in jail at this point. Or president. I don't know. It's going to go either way. We'll see what happens. Well, that might make it better. And we're praying for you, Trump. <laughs> yeah, we're praying for you, Kanye West, uh, future president of the United States. The Donda Academy just closed. You were just escorted out of Skechers headquarters. Who knows what's going to happen by the time this episode comes out? So much has happened in this week alone with Kanye. Who knows what's going to happen after this? The Skechers thing is very funny and very <laughs> ripe for uh, making fun of, but we we can. We're two months too late to the party at this point. And I loved College Dropout, so how do you... And I love College Humor, and they're still releasing good content. Same with Kanye. Well, yes, yeah. Point, point me to a bad Kanye album. Don't point me at Donda 2. Point me at a different... Don't point me at Donda. Point me at a different bad Kanye album. They don't exist. Point set and match, as far as I'm concerned. Beautiful, yeah. Kevin, Kevin! Uh, once again, you're so right that it hurts. <laughs> and it squirts. Oh, beautiful. What a what a lovely sentiment. Mm -hmm. mm. I always say that squirters are herders. <laughs> well, takes one to know one. <laughs> And we laugh. We have fun. We have fun on this show. Yeah. Yeah. When this episode comes out, the world will be aflame. But we're having fun on this show. Hey, when you look, when when the apocalypse is raining down upon us in December of this year, look back on October 27th with a little bit of joy in your heart and go, oh, wow, those two were having a good time. They didn't even know the horrors that were coming for them. No. And I, I'm going to put in work for King Christians eat pork for next segment. I'm gonna I'm gonna do some research and get some sources. I, I very much look forward to that. I can't wait to get our, our hard hitting expose on whether Christians can eat pork or not. I know some religions can't eat pork. Uh what? Whoa. <laughs> whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh maybe like is it Muslims that can't eat pork? 
Don't put... I I think pork is stinky because they're in mud, and that's something I want to hold my tongue on for next episode. Okay, well, write it down so you don't forget it. That's my source, is me from previous episodes. <laughs> well, spam in your email inbox. That's got to be a part of the song, right? Like, that's... there's One of the verses has got to be about email spam. Depends when it came out, because was spam even a thing <laughs> That's true. in 1992? I doubt it. No, I <laughs> No, I guess not, yeah. Not to the level that it is now. Maybe you should re-record. Mm, dial up connection, then you gotta log into your AOL. There you go. That's not bad. I could be a weird Al. It's not hard. I just made that up right there. That's easy. Yeah, but he has the musicality to back it up. And the verve. He's got verve. He's got Verve. He's got the Verve pipe, as far as I'm concerned. Rest in peace, the Verve pipe. They died tragically in November of 2022. Really? Well, I will find out. I'm just calling shots right now. I'm Babe Ruth in it. I'm just pointing out into the field and going, the Verve pipe will be dead by the time this episode comes out. That's my guess. Who do you think is going to be the first man to grow an extra arm? Ooh, like intentionally? Because I'm sure there have been people with other arms sticking out of their arms. I went to school with a girl who had six fingers on her hand. Yeah, there's people all over the world with arms coming out of every orifice. But <laughs> when do you think somebody will intentionally grow an arm on their body? Oh, wow. Uh, well, any day now. I, it might have already happened as far as I'm concerned. Maybe that. Maybe that's what we're missing out on. Well, these dark labs, who knows what they're cooking up down there. <laughs> yeah, you know, these classic dark labs. Yeah, they're underground. You, you can't find them. Mm-mm. No, and you don't want to find them because what they're cooking up in there is going to curl, curdle your milk. Well said. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I couldn't say anything upon that because it was too well said. Hmm. Who would be a good... I, I can't wait till we as humanity... <laughs> <laughs> the seriousness of that was very funny. Does Goro have four scapulas? That's a good question to ask. Yeah, has, has to. If he can <laughs> upward rotate and... Uh, protract, retract, mm-hmm. elevate, depress. Mm-hmm. He's gotta have custom pronouns. Do whatever he wants. Yeah, yeah. Do you think Goro scapulas? Wow. Do you think Goro cares about custom pronouns? Do you think he respects people's pronouns? Mm, yes. How long until Mortal Kombat broaches that territory? They've already got Extreme Gore on lock. When will they talk about pronoun usage? Well, their movies continue to suck. So they probably have to do it in the next one. Like, for real, wasn't that last Mortal Kombat movie just the absolute worst? Like, somehow worse than Mortal Kombat Annihilation. I didn't see it based on your recommendation not to see it. Sucked. Really sucked. First Mortal Kombat movie, perfection. Can't get any better than that. It was uh, cable movie beauty. That's the only time I've seen it. I don't think I've seen it on, like, DVD or explicit oh i've seen that movie so many times my daddy and i went to the theater to see mortal Kombat, and i remember when we were leaving a man there was a man and a woman and the man went get over here to the woman and she like came over to him and i that lives in my brain rent free and i don't i it was it was such a weird thing for me to see i just i it really was i don't know it messed with me how did that impact your ideas of relationships as an adult? Well, obviously, like, uh, it really cemented the fact that it cemented the idea already established by my Christian upbringing that women should be subservient, obviously, and men should give commands and women should jump at them, essentially. Now, 
Have I since grown up and learned that that's ridiculous? Yes, of course. But as a child, that's what you're taught in church and hammered into your head. Then you see a man imitating Scorpion in a movie theater, and it cements it in place. Did he have any, like, glow-in-the-dark goo that came out of his, like, wrists that, like, <laughs> wrapped around her and brought her over? Or was she, like, mentally telekinesis over? Yeah, it was more of, like, uh, the Force. Like, it wasn't so much Scorpion as it was an aggressive Jedi, we'll say. Okay. A bossy well, Jedi. I I think if this man is listening and if this female is listening, uh, get some goo next time and uh-huh. make it elaborate. If you remember going to see Mortal Kombat at the Cineplex Odeon on Albert Street that is long since closed in whenever that movie came out, 97 or whatever, then write into the show at pureboyspod at gmail.com. Yeah, they could have <laughs> turned your whole path around. Maybe it would have cemented more. The idea of subservience would have cemented more in your head if they had some, like, costumes and, like, art design. He was a big fat guy, too. Yeah. He was more, he had, like, a Bo Raicho body. He didn't have a scorpion body. He was more like Bo Raicho. Who's Bo Raicho? What do you mean, who's Bo Raicho? I don't know Bo Raicho. I don't know the lore too much of Mortal Kombat. Okay, Bo... How do you spell Raicho? Well, it's three names. Bo, B-O, uh-huh. <laughs> tell me about it. Rai, R-A-I, and then C-H-O. Oh, Bo Raicho. Bo Raicho was a Mortal Kombat character whose special moves involved puking and farting and drinking, and he was the best. He's the best Mortal Kombat character. Just a fat, drunk dude who just pukes everywhere and farts. He's awesome. Uh, it seems like a PS2 type era. Yeah, he was like arm like he he didn't appear in the games after Armageddon. That was it for him. Yeah, this guy eats pork for sure. Oh, Boracho, you bet. He eats it with his bare hands. His fingers are always greasy from pork. But here's the thing: we don't know what his religious denomination is. We don't know if he's Christian or not. That if we knew if he was Christian or not, that would provide us some context for the next "Can Christians Eat Pork" segment. But we don't know. I got so many ideas for King Christian T4. I can't I can't wait. I cannot wait for next week now. That's great. <laughs> uh well, hey Bo Raicho, we gotta get to this uh let's go, let's God, and get to this uh Christmas movie called Christmas Trade twenty fifteen. Not a great name. Hey, there's st- it- there's stellar J's outside my house. They're like Blue Jays, except their heads are black. Yeah, their heads are popped off. <laughs> yeah, I had a baby and its head popped off. Anytime anytime somebody tells me that someone had a baby, I always say instinctively, oh, did its head pop off? And I don't think anyone knows what I'm talking about when I say that. And I think it like freaks people out, and I love it. Yeah, we've, we've talked about it endlessly on this podcast. Have we? Have we really? <laughs> I think it may have come up once before. Oh, possibly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who knows? So, what were you saying about Christmas Trade? Well, it it definitely is a title. It's very <laughs> explicit. It uh, tells you exactly what's going to happen in the movie. The uh, poster for this movie is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Please describe it. Well, it is a man and sure. his boy um, in front of a Christmas tree, if I remember correctly. Uh-huh. And they seem like they've been edited, um, like, CGI-wise, especially William Baldwin for some reason. I don't think William Baldwin took this photo. 
No, probably not. Like, yeah, I because his dress, he's wearing his clothing's all schlubby, like he's wearing an ill-fitting suit. His head looks like it was CGI'd onto the body. He's wearing a hoodie and jeans, and he has a skateboard on the back of his head. Is he wearing indicating a suit the switch? He's wearing a suit jacket as well, right? No, not oh. in the because that's a, that's his classic look. Well, the kid is wearing a oversized suit, of course, because he's a Christmas droid. Right, because he is William Baldwin. <laughs> and he has a suitcase, which I don't think he ever wears in the movie. <laughs> a suitcase? Yeah. Not a, not a briefcase. Uh, yeah, probably a briefcase, but <laughs> it's got suit elements to it. It's got a nice uh, satchel. He's got luggage. He's uh, He's moving out. <laughs> Well, once you get into the um, body of your child, you immediately run away. Of course, yeah. Once you realize that your child now has to wash your grown man penis, then you just you're like, well, I got to leave this life. I can't go back to this. Yeah, he's going to invade Mexico. <laughs> wow. This 11-year-old child with the brain of William Baldwin is the terror of Mexico. Yeah, El Chupa Libre or whatever. <laughs> That's what they call him, El Chupa Libre. Hey, speaking of uh, Mexico, I guess, not really, but <laughs> the director of this movie is the director of that Rust movie where Alec Baldwin killed a woman. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> That's absolutely wild. <laughs> he, went, he went from directing Christmas Trade to a movie where a woman was shot to death accidentally. Yes, and we can all thank God for that. <laughs> I guess. He has an amazing career, and I think he's going to be doing great things. <laughs> I <don't>, I... <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah. Maybe he'll turn this nosedive into a, a, a soaring eagle of a, of a career. Unfortunately, according to IMDb, Rust is still currently announced which is not looking good for the film. It's, it's not looking good. Uh, it, and even the reading the description of the movie is not sounding good either. I don't no. care. Well, Joel Souza, we're going to pray for you, and we hope you get to at least make more uh, Switch movies. That would be that would be great. Why wasn't this movie called Christmas Switched? That's way better. Yeah, yeah, you're right. There's no denying it, but I feel like this movie in all of its aspects was just thrown against the wall and done. Just done. <laughs> yeah, it was farted out in a weekend. It was the script was just like, yeah, and then they switch bodies. Where do they switch bodies? I don't know, the uh Christmas tree lot. Whatever, sure, fine. Then they for no reason they switch bodies in the Christmas tree lot. And then uh I don't know. Then we just kind of write the kid out of the movie and just let William Baldwin do all the heavy lifting. He acts the crap out of this movie. I feel like he is the most normal I've seen him ever. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I have in my notes, I kind of like William Baldwin in this movie. Like, he's doing a good job of playing a child. Yeah, and, like, he he's not over-embellishing anything. He doesn't look like he's, uh, like, phoning in any scene. Mm. Or, I I don't know, he just does a good job. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, he's he like crushes it. The the only note I would give him is like, why are you making your voice soft? Like when he's oh he oh I talk like this now. Why? Why like why when a child inhabits your body does your voice become soft? Why wouldn't the kid just be like, listen to my voice now? It has so much testosterone in it. 
I feel like uh, accidental uh, Joel Souza. Uh, it was probably one of his notes. <laughs> He's not the accidental. William Baldwin's brother Alec is. Oh, okay, never mind then. Is Joel Souza on the hook? You know what? Let's not get into it. <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. I regret what I said, and I love that I said it. Oh yeah, beautiful. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, one thing I'll say about body swap movies is that uh, they're all exactly the same. <laughs> There's like, you see one body swap movie, you've seen them all. There's really nothing new that's brought to the genre in any body swap movie I've ever seen. They're they're extremely formulaic and easy to write because like the beats of the movies are always there. Like intro, p the two characters that are opposed uh, don't like the life that they're in. Then they switch bodies. Then they have trouble with their switch bodies, and then they start to grow into their switch bodies. And then something happens, uh, but like they're able to overcome and uh, really love their switch bodies but regret switching and then they switch back and the movie's over mm -hmm. preferably they switch back at like the most important moment of their lives at up to that point yeah when the pinnacle of what they've been training for or doing in the past year of their lives happens exactly yeah and like and then and they've now brought a new perspective back to their old lives although in this movie <clears throat> I don't think the kid learns anything they don't talk about it they don't really dive into what the kid should have learned or had learned yeah like i guess he learns that my dad's job is stressful because he's a lawyer which like didoy kid he's on the phone 24 7 he's always getting screamed at you know this and now you've seen it firsthand but on christmas day you give your dad an ipad and immediately steal it from him to play video games you don't care you've learned nothing child he he's learned to be a kid. He also doesn't do any good job at the lawyer place. That's what they call him, right? <laughs> the lawyer place, correct? What the do you lawyer mean? place. He he gets a bouncy house for a Christmas party, and that saves the account. Yeah, the Mister Green's account, of course. Yeah. Well, he doesn't want to put up an easement and go through all that uh, legal trouble. <laughs> I. One thing I loved about uh, the lawyer aspect of this movie is how comfortable everybody seemed with all the legal jargon. <laughs> Honestly, I thought William Baldwin was the most comfortable in talking about what he was supposed to talk about in his lawyer trade. I felt like everybody around him was just, like, speaking whatever jargon, but he seemed to commit, at least. Well, he's probably been through several divorces, I would imagine. So, of course, he's... Or he's at least been to when Alec Baldwin and Kim Basinger got a divorce. He was probably present there and soaked up a lot of that jargon. Yeah, he definitely soaked it up. <laughs> he was hungover and soaked it up real good. Oh, delicious jargon. I... Uh, on the line of uh, crazy explicit lines like everything's going to be great now. <laughs> sure. Uh, I thought um, at the end of the movie when they get the account back, when the woman says or the guy says the account is yours <laughs> is very, very funny. Hey, the hey, lady who's crazy and was just screaming at William Baldwin in front of people at the Christmas party. The account is yours. The account is yours. Hey. That's the pinnacle of his storyline, <laughs> and we're done. Yeah, they wanted to get Guy Pierce to play that guy, but they could not afford Guy Pierce, so they just got the dollar store knockoff of Guy Pierce to play him. 
Were you excited at the beginning when the title cards were coming up and you got to see who was in this movie? Or did you know everybody? I mean, I knew William Baldwin was in it because I'd seen the poster. But uh, other than that, I was completely shocked to see, oh, I don't know, Tom Arnold in the credits? Uh, Medea's Witness Protection? Tom Arnold? Wow. What a treat to see him. The fact that these players, these similar players like Denise Richards and Tom Arnold and William Baldwin just keep popping up in all of these movies, despite, like, what the content is, is very fun. Oh, my. Missionaires, Tom Arnold. I can't <laughs> yeah. believe I forgot he was in Missionaires. Suck your dick, get high. Of course. Of course, suck your dick, get high. I'm not, I'm not censoring any of that. No, that's that's from the movie. Yeah, that's the theme song to Missionaire. Suck your dick, get high. Of course, on Missionaire. That's from the movie. Yeah, watch Missionaire and tell me it's not the lyrics. You can't do it. It's a it's a mind warp of a of a movie, and you have to sing "Suck Your Dick, Get High." Of course, yeah, and then and of course we get Denise Richards, Queen of the Body Swap movies. Apparently, switched own i can't wait for the denise richards body swap movie yeah the crazy thing is that she doesn't get swapped in any of these no i would i would love if denise richards played twins in a body swap movie and then those twins swapped minds and then you just didn't know what was going on and it didn't really matter in the end and they never switched back. they never switched back there's no resolution to it they just kind of do their thing and they just live each other's lives and people go well i guess that's kind of fair they're twins i feel like that's a b plus uh funnier die sketch <laughs> thank you that's great or a whole movie or college humor either way whatever yeah, I should have said that. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I just think Funny or Die is dead. I don't think Funny... Is Funny or Die even around anymore? I don't know. I haven't heard from them yet. I mean, they had a big hit with uh, The Landlord, and then what else happened? <laughs> I think that was like the first video they put on their website. And it was a smash hit. Yeah, it was a smash hit. Yeah. People love Broke all little, the records. They love a little cursing kid. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? It, it uh, Prince Doe. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I think you said Prince Doe, as in, like, a prince. The Doe Prince. Yeah, yeah. of course. The Prince of Doe, a.k.a. the Pillsbury Doughboy. Yeah, he is the Prince of Doe. The they should lean into that more. He's the Princeberry Doughboy, as far as I'm concerned. That's good stuff. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if we were marketing geniuses, that would work. Mm -hmm. But we're right. not. Just complete, turn his Doe Baker's hat into a Doe crown. That's it. That's all you got to do. And then he's That's, the Prince of Doe. You really wouldn't even have to do anything other than that. No, they really kind of... He's kind of gone, hey? Like, why don't... Why hasn't he fought Mr. Peanut or something? Well, Mr. Peanut's dead, first and foremost. I forgot about that. They killed him during the Super Bowl. Well, very true. It was very sad affair. <laughs> it was very uh, sad. I feel like you've been gone from the world of commercials, though. Maybe he is back. I uh, Man, I... I have ad blockers on my computer. I don't watch commercials ever if I can help it. Because why would I want to? That's insane. I, they're the worst part of watching any kind of media. Sports has brought me back into the world of commercials. And it's just programming. It's just mind-numbing programming to get you to buy things. Yeah, it's all gambling and NFTs now. The Pillsbury Doughboy doesn't gamble or make NFTs. And it's just over and over and over again. Ad nauseum. And it's just... 
even if you don't watch the commercial and just hear it in the background, it'll eventually invade your brain. And while you're out there and see the same logo or hear the same jingle, you'll go and buy things. All right. What are the odds that you can recite from memory the Aaron Paul gambling commercial that uh, I know plays before Blue or during Blue Jays games? I know you've seen that Aaron Paul commercial a million times. Do you think you could recite it from memory? No. Okay, not even going to try. All right, fine. I, I couldn't. Uh, welcome to bed. Th- no, that's not Yeah, how it welcome to bed 365. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go on. Yeah, the leader in sports gambling for all you youths. <laughs> I love that he says all you youths. <laughs> yeah, but then there's like a flash that says youth means 18 plus blah, 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 blah. <laughs> By youth, I mean people in their early 20s, of course. <laughs> very fast scroll across the screen Aaron Paul stops the commercial to just clear that up now hold on just before we get too far here I just I want to be clear that I don't mean children when I say youths I mean early 20s you know and that's about as youthy as we get yes uh he sits on a stack of encyclopedias and turns on his like lawyer lamp Mm-hmm. He say he turns a stack of encyclopedias backwards and sits on it and goes, "Hey, youth, let me let me rap with you for a second. Let me give you A to Z. <laughs> hey, bitch, remember me from uh, Breaking Bad? Huh? That was my catchphrase. The fact that he doesn't say hey, bitch' in those 365 <laughs> commercials is outrageous. Like, why, why would you get him to say anything else? Yeah, why hasn't he just made that his life's catchphrase? Yeah, hey, bitch. Hey, I'm bitch. sure a lot of other people have made money off of T-shirts and stuff. Why not Why not squeeze the juice on that one? Yeah, come on, Aaron Paul. When you make Need for Speed 2, open the movie up with, hey, bitch, I, got, I still have a Need for Speed. And if you're re-listening to this and slowing it down, I said squeeze the juice. <laughs> All right, easy, Kanye. Calm down. The Donda Academy is closed. Calm down. I said juice. Okay, sure. Well, we'll let okay. the courts decide. Yeah. 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 <laughs> wow, look at all these dogs, the kid says to a woman with three dogs. Doesn't seem like that many dogs. The script had so many more dogs in mind. <laughs> <laughs> they and they, they had, just couldn't get them. They had more dogs on set. She just couldn't handle them. No. <laughs> with those little arms? No way. In this economy, you can't be uh, taking care of more than three dogs. You probably couldn't. I, I liked that character. I loved what Why? she brought to the whole movie. Why? Um, moved the plot along. <laughs> showed uh, William Baldwin to be a, a man amongst men. Mm-hmm. Is a bad babysitter for uh, a child. And dogs. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> at one point she's in charge of taking care of Robbie, who has the brain of William Baldwin, and he just takes the car keys and walks out of the house and he's 11 years old and she just comes back into the room and goes, Robbie, where are you? As the car speeds away. <laughs> she's, well, oh well, yeah, I guess well. that's it. I mean, she's just there so that when Bobby gets a dog at the end, it means something. <laughs> yeah. Or it's been brought up before, I guess. I guess, yeah. Yeah, well, he wants a dog and so... Uh, yeah. Kinda. It's yeah. not like it comes up a lot. And he, like, really wants this space uh, man. Uh, um, the Galactic Space Ninja, please. <laughs> galactic Space Ninja, which I would want as a kid. That mm-hmm. does make sense. It's very cool. It's got cool. ninja. It's got galactic. It's got space. It looks like it has He-Man's sword, and that's pretty cool. Yeah. You can't get better than that. No. But he also wants a dog. I guess. he. It's like... 
It's like six days before Christmas, and he runs into this dog walker, and he's just like, Dad, I got a question. And William Baldwin's like, the answer's no, because I'm going to guess your question starts with can I and ends with puppy. He's like, well, yeah, you took two words out of the middle of that question, but yeah, sure, that is my question. It really uh, shows how dynamic a character William Baldwin (laughs) is during this movie, because yeah, he's a piece of crap, and he craps on his kid for wanting a dog. But he's also a good father a lot of the time. That's true, yeah. And that kid doesn't want a dog. He's he's a dumb kid who saw a dog and went, I want a dog. I don't know what that means, but I want one. And now he has a dog. He manipulates Denise Richards into buying him a dog. And now he's got a dog. And before the new year rings in, that dog's going back to the shelter because he can't handle it. He doesn't know what what the responsibility of a dog is. This... Uh, kid is a real dumb man. <laughs> he doesn't know anything. He doesn't go to school. He gets bullied like a little bee. And uh, he doesn't know who Ralph Lauren is. I mean, Ugh. come on. Real Nomi Malone moment. Versace. You don't know what Ralph Lauren is. I mean, you're in California, and you're 11 years old. You know who Ralph Lauren is. Yeah, if the Mighty Ducks can go to Rodeo Drive, you can know what Ralph Lauren is. Thank you. Thank you. Please. And the only reason he's getting bullied is because the bully's mom wants to frick his dad so bad. Like, that woman is a walking red flag. And William Baldwin rightfully is like, I'm not, I'm dating Denise Richards. I'm not interested in you, creepy cougar on the prowl. I'm not interested. She's very thirsty. She knows what she wants. She does yoga every Tuesday and Thursdays. (laughs) And open mouth kiss uh, William Baldwin uh, in that Christmas store. Well, let's call it what it is. She sexually assaults a man (laughs) with the brain of a child. Let's not let's not mince words here. That's a sexual assault and and on a minor technically. I was so glad that Denise Richards didn't have sex with the mind of a child. Man, I totally as soon as Denise Richards was introduced into this movie, I'm like this kid's going to get a job from Denise Richards. <laughs> That's going to be problematic when they switch back. Maybe if you're talking about 90s wild things Denise Richards hundred p son that is happening <laughs> he's gonna have a threesome with her and i don't know some other guy carly minogue is that who it was mm, was it nev campbell yeah i think it was nev campbell. but kevin dillon is who i was thinking of <laughs> that's who yeah, i was he's like. kevin dillon in this situation. no no i'm saying william baldwin with the brain of a child would have a threesome with denise richards and kevin dillon <laughs> Yeah. Well, you got to explore. When you're that young and haven't even hit puberty yet. Yeah, that's true. You haven't even figured out what your pronouns are yet. I don't know why I'm on pronouns so much today. I support all pronouns. Live your life. Yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Uh, Were you super upset when he says, uh, pokey man? Yeah. Well, it's classic boomer stuff, right? He, his son wants a Nintendo, but it's actually, he wants the mega game X 6,000 or whatever. Well, I guess I was more upset that he doesn't correct him and say it's Pokemon. Right, they just let it go right. in the ether. Maybe maybe that's plural, though. Maybe Pokemon is a single Pokemon. Pokemon is multiple Pokemon. That's a, that's a thick question. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, that's our new segment. Is it Pokemon or Pokemon? 
I feel like we can, we gotta we gotta get through uh Ken Christian's e pork. Right. And then in the future, maybe twenty twenty three, maybe twenty twenty four. Probably not far down the road we'll figure that one out. <laughs> well, okay. Well we'll come back to it. We'll put a pin in this. Listeners, I just Hold your horses. We are going to come back and finally and figure out if it's Pokemon or Pokemon. But for now, we got to get to the bottom of whether Christians can eat pork based on zero research and just what our brains can recall about that subject. And we will. We'll oh, yeah. figure it out. Yeah. Hey, what did you think of all the Medea style editing in this movie? Like uh, all all the, the quick... words? No, I mean all the words they edited out. <laughs> <laughs> well, they definitely. Um took out piss at one point <laughs> what do you mean what, well in what context like out of someone's pants i think the kiss said kid said it <laughs> like when... um sorry i was thinking about kid and piss at the same time and it came out as kiss <laughs> so that's nice right when the woman sexually assaults him after she lets go of him he goes i've i have to piss oh what the piss i gotta piss oh white piss is coming out of my penis what's happening yeah, that those edits were very explicit. I, I think they did edit out a what the fuck. No, maybe. I heard what the and then like empty space. Well, what the hell was definitely edited out a few. If you look at people's mouths, you could see what they were saying. There was a lot of you sucks or this sucks or like oh this yeah. I guess that's it. I, well, sucks, there, yeah. yeah, suck me. There is a part where. <laughs> Yeah, Denise Richards says, suck me when they're in the locker room, and they, out of nowhere. Why are they in the same locker room, by the way? That's weird. I don't know. <laughs> and then he, like, has to pee. <laughs> like, yeah. He's got to piss. Like, you're 11. Go pee. Right? <laughs> yeah. You're 11. Well, I mean, to be fair, his prostate is enlarged, and he can't hold his urine the way he, he's in the body of a, a 55-year-old William Baldwin. He's yeah. he's worried. He, his body, basically what happens when you get older is your body stops telling you you have to pee until it's an emergency. And then at that point, you go, well, I'm going to just pee my pants. Yeah. When you're 11, you get like an hour warning. Oh, yeah. When you're older, you get five minutes. Yeah, you get, get to the bathroom right now. You've got white, hot, white piss that needs to come out. A good hot pee in the wintertime? Mm. Nothing better. Oh, yeah. It's a perfect combination of hot and cold. Yeah. Uh, a crap was definitely edited out. Not like someone taking a crap. I mean, the word crap was edited out. And a few, like, oh my gods, were, were edited out. It's not the most holy of a movie, that's for sure. They Because they would have let those gods in. They should have, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, let me eat this pork, is what he was trying to say. The only time religion or uh, the church is brought up is when Denise... Richards is talking to William Baldwin as the kid and he's trying to make up an excuse to get her to leave and he says they have to go to church mm -hmm. and it's scoffed off and that's it yeah she goes church and he goes yeah, yeah. I don't know we're not going to church no, church was a bad excuse and that's <laughs> it uh, yeah church is an afterthought in this movie it's a scoffed thought it's <laughs> not even positive whatsoever it's a negative view of just going to church even not yeah. even like religion and god and no anything. i mean it's and it's but Pierflix loves it oh they love it because the movie is holy they edited out all the oh my gods and all the craps and all the you sucks and all the suck me's and all that stuff but they they didn't 
they didn't edit out someone going, oh, shoot, which is just an, like a replacement word for shit, which, so you should have edited out shoot. Yeah, but Christians love violence, so as long as it's like gun shoot shoot, it's fun. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think like the the context of it is like is when that woman is sexually assaulting William Baldwin after she lets go, he goes, I'm going to shoot. And she goes, oh, that's interesting. And the NRA was like, leave that in. Yeah, 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 for sure, yeah. She goes, shoot all over my face. And he goes, I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> you will one day. Why wasn't there a scene where she whispered in William Baldwin's ear and then he looked into the camera and went, what's a job? <laughs> there are so many good opportunities for that, too. Like, in his office, in the locker room, mostly the locker room. The locker room scene should have been stretched out oh, a yeah. lot longer. Well, that's like, what... show the pee. Show the blowjob. Yeah, show the pee. Come on. Show him walking up to Denise Richards after the pee and going, all right, I've got a freshly pissed dick here. And she goes, all right, and then does what she does best. The character. Well, it is it is a multi-gendered locker room, so there's probably urinals that they could go walk up to and have some fun. That's true, yeah. She could give him a reach around while he tries to pee out of a fully erect penis. Good luck. Ooh, tough. That would be mind-blowing for a kid to try to do who hasn't even got a boner before. To try to pee with a boner? That's some, like, high-level stuff. Oh, yeah. Do you remember when you were... Did you ever see your dad's dick when you were a kid? Yeah, haunting. <laughs> right? I know. Huge. In your, so like... brown. In your <laughs> the fact that the, it's a different color than your regular skin is just unbelievable. Haunting? You said it best. It was haunting. But imagine, imagine like you swap bodies with your dad, and then you realize, <laughs> then you realize, oh, it's not that big. It's fine. Oh, that's fine. Well, your hands are bigger, so your whole perspective <laughs> is a little skewed. Right. This <laughs> this movie does. I don't know why. Every time we talk about body swap movie, I'm obsessed with the idea of the genital aspect of it. That's because you gotta check. You gotta check right away, and the fact that neither of them even comment on it is very well i mean I, I get why william baldwin in the in the body of his 11 year old son doesn't check right away i get why he isn't just like what am i working with down there oh oh no yeah and his wife just died is he's not super horny yeah exactly well i mean he's dating denise richards though so not that well maybe a week ago and then started dating denise <laughs> and it's never explained how his wife died it's just like she opened a muffin shop and then she died yeah. i mean basically that's what did it yeah <laughs> the stress of owning a muffin shop it's too much your arteries can't take the pressure no she turned herself into a into batter and then was baked into muffins and they ate them at her funeral it was beautiful Maybe she turned her. She didn't die at all, and turned herself in for uh, money laundering. <laughs> and she died. To be fair, they don't actually say that she's dead. They just say that she's gone, and they say, "Oh, do you miss your mom? Do you miss your wife?" Like they don't ever say that she's dead. So maybe she is in jail for money laundering. That's a good yeah, point. Probably, yeah. Almost definitely. <laughs> I I love when he pulls out the photo album of her, and it's so dusty like there's a hundred years worth of dust on it and it's been from the sounds of it less than a year than when she passed away and now that i think about it that like the muffin shop was pretty dusty too so maybe it's 
some kind of alternate universe type thing. Oh, maybe. Wow, that's an interesting theory. Well, uh, we'll have to dig into that next in the next Body Swap movie that we watch. Well, when we talk about who the Baker Vance is, I'm sure it'll come up. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, oh, I'm already. I already can't wait to find out who you think the Baker Vance of this movie is. I think it's obvious. <laughs> well, I, I, don't, I wouldn't say that. We haven't even talked about Tom Arnold's role in this movie yet, and how they swap. It's a very interesting tale. That's true, but but we're an hour into this episode, so we're probably not going to get to any of that nonsense. Because honestly, who cares? They they switch yeah. bodies. A bear grants them a wish, and they switch bodies. And Tom Arnold's maybe Santa Claus. There, done, easy, one sentence. He's definitely in the realm of Santa Claus. Like he has to be Santa Claus. Yeah. Well, well he's Gus. He's got it. Yeah, he is. He's playing a man named Gus. Although I, I, during the scene where he like fixes the bear and gives it to William Baldwin with the brain of a child, uh, who gets very good at driving very quickly. Like he becomes, he starts off as a bad driver because he's eleven years old, but very quickly just gets into the swing of things and can drive like no problem. Um, whoa! Whoa! He crashed into a mall and was like, "I'm here to buy Galactic Space Ninja," which is kind of a redundant name if you think about it. It's redundant because Galactic and Space is... I mean, call it the intergalactic... Uh, intergalactic is the same as Galactic, I guess. But It's just between Galactics. Yeah. I was really hoping that at the end when he gives him the bear and William Baldwin goes, Wait a minute, are you... Tom Arnold would have gone, uh, Tom Arnold, yes, I am. Nice to meet you. <laughs> that would have been a good like Roseanne tie-in and real world tie-in. <laughs> it would have been a great Roseanne tie-in. Well, Roseanne as uh, Mrs. Claus is great. Oh, yeah, for sure. Just screaming. Screaming about how Trump is going to be the next president because this movie was made in 2015. Yeah. Yeah, she would have been screaming. Oh, yeah. She goes, I can't wait to be canceled. I can't wait for cancel culture to come after me. After you or Roseanne? No, I'm I'm portraying Roseanne in this moment. Have you ever thought about marrying Roseanne? Uh, I mean, only during that time when I had a chance to marry Roseanne. But after that, no, I haven't really thought about it since. Yeah. No. Yeah, that was a crazy time. Yeah, <laughs> I was there with you. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me about it. Yeah, I we mean, both wanted to marry Roseanne. Twenty twenty, COVID, and I almost married Roseanne. It was a wild time. <laughs> well, we were all trying to figure out Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I proposed to her, which, oh my God, speaking of proposals, yeah. we need to get to the end of this movie when, so the little boy in William Baldwin's body goes and maxes out his credit card, just blowing money at, uh, at the mall, buying stuff. And, and then like four things, he probably has like a $4,000 limit. It's ridiculous. <laughs> oh yeah. But then he tries to buy a tie and they go, oh, I'm sorry, sir. The cards declined. <laughs> But at the end of the movie, Denise Richards shows up at the house with a puppy for the kid because he manipulated Denise Richards into buying him a puppy, which, again... As the human man. Yeah, this kid learns no lessons. He learns bad lessons. He learns that, hey, when I'm my dad, I can do anything I want to make my life better. And now he has super high expectations when he goes back to school because his dad got, like, really good grades. Yeah, and, like, sorted out his bully situation yeah. and played soccer. He's in for a whirlwind. Oh, yeah. But then Denise shows up at the house, and William Baldwin does not know that she's going to be there. So he's like, oh, uh, hey. And she's like, hey, did you change your mind about me spending Christmas with you guys? And he's like, oh, no, 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 it's fine. Come on in. But he doesn't have a present for her, so the kid's like, dad, check in your pocket. And I thought he was going to pull out a necklace for her, but he pulls out a fucking engagement ring for her. 
What the fuck, kid? That's crazy. Why why would you do that to him? Kid wants mommy. I guess. And William looks at his son like, no, I'm not doing this. Oh, God, no, son. Plus, they shared a locker room together. That's that's his mommy now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeesh. Yeesh, kid. And then uh, Denise and William make out a lot. And then the movie. And she goes, oh, you, you were such a bad kisser the last few days, but now you're right back to where you were. Kevin! What did you think of Christmas Switched? Well, it definitely could have used more oranges. It could have yeah. used more Christmas verb. But I guess in California, they really just don't know how to do Christmas because they lack snow or any Republican joy. <laughs> uh, so I – but other than that, I thought it was a very competent movie. I thought it was written okay. I thought the scale of the kid jokes and what they would understand was weird, like – they uh they didn't know who Ralph Lauren was, but they learned how to drive really quickly. Mm -hmm. Like the whole thing was just done for humor's sake, and I <laughs> I think that's dumb. Yeah. Uh, but I I actually didn't mind this movie, and I would uh, encourage everyone out there to go seek this out and watch it. <laughs> now, <go>. Adam. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Steve. Whom's did you like and about? Uh, Christmas switch. Well, uh, thanks so much, Steve. Uh, I don't know if that was a question. Well, kind of. It, it yeah, had the of. cadence of a question. I'll tell you that much. Yes, I went high at the end. Um, I thought this movie was fine. I I wish that it was more. I wish that it was a prequel to Switched. Actually, is what I wish is that. Um, yeah, that Denise Richard that it was John Schneider instead of William Baldwin or. William Baldwin and switched instead of John Schneider. Either way, and then uh, I think William Baldwin and switched is the correct. That would have been better, yeah. But I mean, I like John Schneider so much. He's so good. His country music's so good. He has faith too. Oh, so much faith, and we don't know what William Baldwin's faith is. We know Denise Richards is maybe Christian, possibly. Do they pork in this movie? Ho ho ho! Merry Christmas. I'm. That's great! I'm Merry Christmas! That's great!